This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, we're in the thick of the holiday rush, man. Yes, it's, sir. Uh, it's been game on. You know, uh, what, one week we... Have our website shut down by Esoterica. Uh, the the next week uh, it's Black Friday, and and uh, this week it, the just madness continues to go. So yeah, we're uh, we're on top of it, man. It's been a lot of fun, uh, just kind of getting into the holiday season. People um, coming and buying gifts for others, buying gifts for themselves, and coming up with all kinds of great excuses to you know have that brand new pipe keep them company at night. So. Oh, it's beautiful. And and let me ask you, when when people are coming in for the holiday rush, do they just happen to walk in on you like oh? Just, I don't know, hand blending tobacco? Yeah, hey, you, you caught me blending. You caught me blending. Hey there, you, you caught me blending. Ha, has uh, your mom ever caught you blending before? Uh, No, okay. no. She definitely would have kicked me out of the house. Yeah, I'd imagine so. If, if that was the I case. I'd imagine yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, we had a, uh, our, our good friend James Foster was here last week. Uh, Pylorns, as you might know him on, online or through some of the forums. Uh, he's actually the webmaster for uh, the yes. Country Squire. And a fantastic uh, for, one For our shop, yeah. For, uh, you know, and does a really good sh- good job on the Country Squires website. And so he came in last week. He, he has some family here in Jackson. He came here to visit. And while he was here, he brought all this camera equipment and a drone and all this other stuff. And he, he took some really cool footage and we shot a, a small commercial for, uh, for Black <laughs> Friday. And it was, uh, it was, it was full of cheese. It was very corny. It was and full of cheese. The thing is you set me up. It, it was, it was pretty bad. You told me like, Oh, it's, it's just real corny. It's real cheesy. And I was thinking like it was going to be one of these, Oh, Black Friday. Check it out. Come down Sunday, 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 <laughs> for Friday. You know, that kind Wacky of Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah. You went in the complete <laughs> opposite direction. Just that, uh, down home music the little drone intro there i mean y'all, i feel like the little pepperidge farm guy like falling off the back of that conestoga <laughs> wagon or whatever you know yes. yes if you have not seen this yet I'll, I'll make sure that we've got a link to it in the show notes but it's uh, oh, don't do that no it, it has it has to be seen but it's it's a great video you walk in to the country squire you've got john david with with product all throughout his hair just <laughs> a full mane tobacco jesus in full effect and it's uh it and and you look up at the camera just so so kindly and like, oh, sorry, you just caught me blending. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that happens on a daily basis here at the Country Squire. That's true. That's People true. walk in and we are blending Look, tobacco. I'm, I, and I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my apron. I've got product in my hair. I, you know, I'm, I look impeccable. It's just a daily thing at the Country Squire. A master blender like yourself, if somebody was to walk in on you blending, I'm sure they'd be, you know, uh, ecstatic. Honestly, just very, very ecstatic. Absolutely. All right. So here's the thing, man. We've got a lot of stuff going on as we are right in the holiday season. Of course, that was your video to promote Black Friday, but the day before it, of course, the big turkey day, man. How was Thanksgiving? That's right. It was great, man. We had a really good Thanksgiving. It was just so much fun. I, my, my precious fiance yeah. uh, did all this cooking, and we had family in town, and man, it was just just quite quite delicious. All right, so, wait, wait, wait. What, what um, did uh, what did the future Mrs. Cole, what she what she make, well, man? She made a big old turkey, you know, and we had a-, a You were on Bird Patrol. We, she did she did the Bird she Patrol, Bird Patrol. Wait, which yeah, was yeah. good, uh, and she uh, also happens to be our live studio on, I, audience I know. tonight, yeah, which, yeah, was, yeah. which little, was good. A little confusing a little um, 
um, yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, so we had that uh, homemade green bean casserole, apple pie, homemade oh, made from yeah, scratch, yeah. all these kind of things. You, so do, was, you do it all it was, mode. It, it was it was very good. We didn't do it all mode. We forgot you the ice cream. You didn't do all. You know what? We, we forgot, forgot that. We ice forgot cream the ice too, cream too, man. Yeah. That's just part of it. Typically, when like so, the last couple of years we've There's been... a lot of moving parts during Thanksgiving, man. You, yeah, you, you're it's trying true. to juggle all this stuff, and in the midst of this, I'm trying to clean up all the dog hair out of my house just to make people think that I'm not a complete slob, even though I really am. You know, it just on and on and on. But you know, it we we she pulled it off great i i didn't stumble very much it, it worked out good no that's good man yeah you know it's interesting ice cream is one of those like additions that you don't really associate with thanksgiving but it is a crucial part to the pie experience no that's right for me personally no, I, yeah. I, I i tend to agree it's it, we did the same thing so we did pecan pie we brought pecan pie this year i made some cornbread oyster dressing i've, I've waxed poetic about for years on the show and uh and yeah it was it was really really good man it was a little bit of a smaller gathering it was mostly just kind of uh uh, myself, my, my siblings and, and their families, as well as my parents. So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it was a little, little smaller than usual, but a here lot in, of fun. Here in Jackson? Here in Jackson. hang out locally? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And so it was a, it was a blast, man. And good bird. I, I got, I got a good report on the, the dressing. They said it was the best ever. Now, did and, you made the dressing? Oh yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Oh man. It's it, I, my, my cornbread oyster. I'm not going to do it. I talk about it every single year. I wax poetic. I won't do it. I won't bore you this year. Are, are, are you, are you going to lobby for a, for a dressing and tobacco pairing? Is that, is that the next thing? Is that a possibility? So we're we're gonna move on from barbecue to dressing. What what's what's oh. next? Like hot chocolate dressing. Keep going and and and, and pairing. I, I I just I don't know. Yeah I, no I, I, no. I mean I, this this could go in a lot of different ways. At some point we, we just have <laughs> to admit to the fact that we just really want to eat and drink on camera. Yeah no. <laughs> I, I feel like we've admitted that a long time ago. But uh, but no man. We got some, we got some great shows kind of as we we gear up here in the midst of the holiday season. Really excited to to bring you some great content. You know we. We always—I don't know if you know this—but a lot of a lot of planning, a lot of painstakingly uh, uh, prepping goes into every single episode. Uh, but a lot of times, it is kind of week to week. And so, as we're kind of gearing up here for the holidays, we've got some good stuff uh, uh, scheduled down the line. Now, yeah, that's right. One of which, of course, our Christmas special is going to be coming up uh, in a couple of weeks here. And one of the things that makes this Christmas special especially special is that uh, we're we're wanting to do this uh, a custom cob contest. Now, we've talked about this a couple of different weeks in the past, but this year we've got a holiday custom. Cob competition. Uh, we're encouraging you guys, y'all listeners, uh, take a corn cob pipe, purchase a Missouri Meerschaum, paint it, do a custom whatever you want to do to it. You can, you can, you know, even reconstruct part yeah, of it as long as it's on it. as long as it's smokable. It's exactly. just got to be smokable. Yeah, it's got to be smokable. You need to make sure that it is here at the Country Squire. Uh, look for the uh, the address on the uh, on the website, but it needs to be here by December fifteenth. Because the December 18th is actually when we'll be recording our Christmas special, and we want to make sure we have all of your entries in by then. Uh, so again, uh, for all of the, uh, it's our, our holiday custom cob competition, one pipe per person, all pipes must be smokable, and all pipes need to be here at the Country Squire. By December 15th, the winner will receive a custom corn cob pipe trophy that will be gilded and not smokable. And I, it, I will, and it, it will probably be just, just awful. It's going to be glorious. Yeah. Well. It's, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. What one one man's treasure. Maybe you know. next year I'll do a tree topper. I'm just now realizing. Oh, a tree top. That'd be fun. I should have gone in that direction. Yeah. Well, you can make an ornament. Just an ornament. Yeah. It'll be or- ornamental. You know, like a car ornament. What? Like that thing that goes on the front of a car. Did you steal the Mercedes Benz thing <laughs> off someone? <laughs> some poor fool's car. <laughs> it's a, little bit, a little bit like that. But uh, but yeah. So one one last time. Make sure to get those in by December fifteenth for our Christmas episode, which we'll be recording on December eighteenth. Uh, now, we'll be off from the live show for Christmas Day. That's right. Uh, however, we will have an episode coming to you that weekend. We'll have more information about that as we get closer. But the week after Christmas, which will be uh, December, or I'm sorry, January 1st of the, of the new year, 
we'll be doing something that we've never done before. Uh, and I'm really excited about this. We'll actually be doing a best of 2017 as jointly decided by you, dear listener, and us slash mostly John Dave. Really excited about this. Yeah. So we've actually posted this up earlier today to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. Also, club members have also gotten a, a unique post as well, kind of giving them a direct way to turn in their entries for the best of 2017, I guess, nomination. Yeah, no, that, no <laughs> that's you, right. And, that? and we'll be talking about, you know, all kinds of things. Uh, best pipe manufacturer, best artisan carver, best tobacconist, best uh, tinned tobacconist, all, all these different things. I mean, there's lots of different things that we'll be covering. Uh, and, and it's kind of an opportunity just to, you know, highlight the, the hallmarks of the you know, current pipe industry in the pipe world. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And I'll run you down the list real quick here. And again, you can find this uh, list on Facebook and club members can also find it at the Patreon account. We're looking for, for 2017, the best tin tobacco, best hand blended tobacco, best blender, best pipe, best pipe carver as an individual, best pipe manufacturer as in a company, best pipe related product. That's a little bit open-ended and best pipe publication. We also have kind of two additional ones that are a little bit self-serving in here, which is best episode, best 2017 episode of Country Squire Radio and best moment and or quote yeah. from 2017 yeah. uh, Country Squire Radio. And 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 also, and I, Bo and I haven't discussed this uh, before in, until just now, which I, I love when this Tons happens. Tons of planning goes L- into love when this kind of happens on air, right? But <laughs> um, but but the the best blender, that will not include me. I was, uh, I was curious how you wanted to Yeah, actually, I, I, you know, I, 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 we have a lot of people that, you know, love the tobacco we make at the Country Squire, and we're honored by that. But we want to, you know, try to find other people in the pipe community, in the pipe industry uh, out there. Maybe it's your hometown, you know, tobacconist. Maybe it's a blender at one of the larger companies. Someone you found that's kind of got a cult following. That's that's kind of who we're looking for there. So anyway, I just wanted to make that clear. That's good. Yeah. Uh, now, best blends, though, I would imagine the hand-blended uh, uh, blends here at the, at the Country Squire are up for, for nomination. Uh, however, John David will abstain from voting in that category. How about that? <laughs> fair enough. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. It'll be fun, guys. We're, we're, we're looking I think it'll to be that. good. Yeah. More information again at facebook.com slash country squire radio. Uh, all right, man. So, of course, I mentioned, you know, as, as part of a benefit, not only could you uh, uh, make nominations there, but also our, our club members got direct access to the Patreon account. And, man, I'm proud to say that we've got a new club member uh, who just got access to that. Yeah, joining at the Squire level, right? That's right, man. We got Rena Calderon. Rena Calderon. 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 I think it's Calderon. Calderon? It might be Calderon. There was a character on Young Justice. He was like Aqualad, but his name was like Calderon. Yeah. And I wonder if she's him. She might be. She might be. Yeah. <laughs> she might be. What's up, Rena? Man, Rena, we're just so thrilled. Uh, Rena uh, has enjoyed a lot of Country Squire tobacco. We've had several orders from Rena, and so glad to uh, to have Rena on board. Man, the club is just uh, just really great to have you. We appreciate it so much, and are thrilled to have you on board. Uh, this is just such a great way that folks can help support what we're doing here at Country Squire Radio. Is kind of being a mouthpiece for the modern pipe smoking community. We're so honored to to have your help along the way, and Man, what Rena does here today, and what all the other folks—almost uh, a hundred people—that that are also uh, on our Patreon and 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 supporting this actively—you're a you're a big piece of of what happens here. And and frankly, we just couldn't do this without you. Absolutely. To kind of show some thanks, we are continuing a random tradition that we do from time to time, and that's a that's a giveaway, man. Now we mentioned this prize that was going to be given away to one lucky club member. Yeah, last week we had our episode. We do it annually, uh, tracking and packing. Right? Tracking so, and packing. So we talk about uh, all the different, you know, kind of storing techniques and uh, toting 
things and you know ways to to uh, store your pipes and your accessories and tote them around and keep them safe and organize them and all these kinds of things. We just talked about the beauty of uh, just a simple cigar box, you know, and what you can do with just, you know, keeping all your pipe knickknacks in a cigar box. And uh, we talked last week on our episode about just the beauty of these Opus X boxes from Arturo Fuente. They're just beautiful, wonderful boxes. And so, yeah, we we had a had a drawing and uh, we uh, have, have chosen at random to win this box that we're just going to just going to give away because we feel like giving something away. Yeah, uh, you mentioned a, a pure and simple uh, cigar box. I was like, there's nothing nothing simple about this right Yeah, the, the Opus X boxes are so beautiful. They actually, you know, it's it's pretty easy to turn them into humidors, right? They're they're probably the most uh, well-constructed cigar box that is, uh, that's on the market. So Fuente does a good job with all their boxes anyway, but this one is, is particularly something. So uh, we're really proud to give this away, and, and you can use it for all your pipe knickknacks or... Uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe something else. But uh, anyway, we chose Country Squire International Pipe Club member number 34. Number 34, Jordan Scoville. 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 Yeah. Scoville. Jordan Scoville. Jordan! Man. Congratulations. You're getting an Opus X box. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to send it your way. And for all of you who think, hey, didn't I win something a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. You did. It's you about did. to go out. It's about to go out today or tomorrow <laughs> That's or right. this week. It's going out this week. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations, Jordan. Thank you so much for supporting Country Squire Radio. And if you would like to uh, support the show as well, patreon.com slash Radio, or if you go to countrysquireradio.com, join the club. There's a big banner right there. Now, man, all of that stuff out of the way, we have got a fun show tonight. I love it. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, as soon as I posted out kind of the best of, I'm starting to, to hear rumblings that there is yeah. one particular episode yeah. so far this year that really has stood out to a lot of people. And uh, and that is the Pipe Shop Fails slash Pipe Pet Peeves. Yeah, it's like Pipe Shop Pet Peeves. Yeah. And, yeah. and so the, the concept <laughs> for the show... If I'm remembering correctly, came about because I, I think you were just you you just had had it up to here as as your mama would sometimes I, say. Yeah, I think so. And you just needed a chance to get on mic and vent for a while. And what came out of that was one of the most glorious experiences ever. <laughs> and I think that you know I was a little nervous because you know we don't we don't go negative on this show for the most part. We're pretty pretty positive. Yeah, you know, no, that's right. But you know, sometimes you just kind of let let the hair down. Uh, you know, I, and I got a lot of it. Yeah, you got a lot of it. You got a lot of it. You got to let the hair down, and, and you got to kind of let it all hang out. And uh, and that is what Pipe Shop Fails is about. Now, it is from both sides of the counter. No, that's right. So that's John right. David will be sharing some disaster stories from the tobacconist perspective. I will be sharing some uh, some bad practices that I have noticed as a customer. Well, not just frustrating. You not know? bad practices here, by the way. Just bad practices yeah. in my travels around uh, this great country of ours. No, that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, there, there's lots of opportunity in a shop like this to... Uh, you know, for quirkiness to get in the way of, you know, human to human interactions or uh, tobacconist to patron interactions human or human. customer interactions <laughs> or whatever, you know, and it, uh, man, it, 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 there's just, there's just all kinds of opportunity for people to lose their cool. And, and I love these episodes, right? I love, I love the one <laughs> we had before and I love the one uh, that we're doing tonight because I, it's, it's my turn for the therapy. It's my <laughs> turn for the free therapy. <laughs> you know, we've got the sign on the door and it's like, oh, free therapy. We, we're very proud of that. People come in. This is their safe space. And um, we give them the opportunity to let their guard down and have this, you know, kind of respite for a while where they can get away from the distractions of the world and uh, maybe talk to someone about some things going on in their life or whatever. But now it's my turn. 
<laughs> this 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 buds for you, my friend. All right, no, that's so right. so what you got for well, us? Well, so you know, recently, I, I guess one of the random things, and and again, the, the only way I know how to attack an episode like this, right, is just to kind of view from the hip. I mean, it, you know, there's just so so many things that uh, come to mind that really get under your skin, and 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 like we mentioned so many times last time, grinds your gears, right? It's just uh, <laughs> so, something that just right. continually gets at you, and um and so you know we we do like to be a place of convenience for folks, but I, I think so many of these stories that you know as I kind of ponder about this and and you know sit on this uh you know preparing for an episode like this. Um, so many of these stories revolve around people getting maybe just a little too comfortable at the tobacco shop, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so you know, there's all these uh, you know, all these random things like that that come up. Of course, we talked about uh, you know last time our friend the hurricane, for instance, uh, stealing other people's liquor while he's at the shop, and, <laughs> uh, and 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 then of course getting a retribution paid back to himself by. Uh, having his liquor replaced by uh, by a foul stench swill. Shop justice. Yeah, and and, and, and that was justice. It, it was justice. But you know, anyway. So we we have regularly folks that come in and will not you know contribute anything to the common cause here, but are constantly. <laughs> Constantly, and, and and that's my that's, that's my gracious way to say that. That's my gracious way of saying they're not purchasing customers, right? 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 right. Yeah, but but uh, you know they're not not contributing to the local economy, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 you know they're they're always needing something, right? Uh, they're just always needing things, and so folks that come in and and my favorite of late. Uh, of course, has been um, is something that a lot of a lot of cigar and pipe smokers need uh, regularly, and that would be um, that would be butane. Uh, okay. Butane. You know, butane is this uh, gas. It's a very clean burning gas that we put in all of our, uh, you know, premium pipe lighters and uh, cigar torches and things of that nature. And it's uh, it, it's wonderful because it can stay in there for a really long time if all the seals are good on your uh, lighter. Uh, the butane will just stay in your in your lighter forever, and, and it, it's just really. Uh, really good, and people constantly need it, and and they constantly don't uh, don't want to pay for it, and so you know it's kind of like that pipe cleaner thing we've got at the shop. Uh, you know how how we talked about you know giving away pipe cleaners to people that just refuse to bring their own pipe cleaners well, to yeah, the country yeah, squire. Yeah. yeah, I mean you know it, we we sell these things, right? We sell we sell pipe cleaners, we sell we sell butane. But, but so people do actually ask for like to top up their butane. Yeah, just top it off, right? Really? It's, it's like, hey, I'm at the gas station. Hey, you just just top me off. While Nobody I'm on would my way do out. that. Nobody yeah. does that. They do it all the time. Do they really? Yeah, they do it all the time. I, I can understand. Like, I'll, I'll I'll throw my name in with the with the naughty list on on the pipe cleaners. I, yeah, I've been that guy. Well, before. you know, and it and it's it's one of those things that it's kind of tucked away. But people are always like, well, you know, you, you got some butane lying around here. Like, let me just let me just have some free butane. <laughs> just like buy your own butane for six bucks a can. I mean, it's not that expensive. It's like. It's like going to the bar, like uh, y'all, y'all got some beer. Just yeah. it, it just it's on tap anyway. Can just, you just top me off? Just top me off. Just right top here. me off. That's yeah, right. I don't have any in there. Just, can, just no. Can all I? The way I can, it's, it is okay if I just put my my gullet under your <laughs> uh, under your font of beer and <laughs> just top me off. No big uh, deal. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, yeah we have we have that a lot. It's kind of interesting and it's funny as someone that I, I do think tends to be easygoing and and relatively gracious. I, at least I aspire to be. It's one of those things that just you, you hear it over and over, and it, and it just it just kind of gets old a little bit, you know. That's interesting. I would have yeah. never guessed that that actually happened. But that was a thing. That's yeah. fascinating. Well, you know, I'm thinking we have this sign of shame, right? That's on our pipe cleaner tray, and it says we sell these, <laughs> right? And, and and you know, I, I'm thinking uh, maybe we need to do something similar for the old. Uh, Does the, that actually work? The though? old butane can. Yeah, yeah. Does actually, really? you know, it's it's funny. We um we joked. Last go around about 
uh, you know, people buying pipe cleaners for the house, you know, like, right, just, right, right. Oh, but, but let me buy some pipe cleaners for the table, right? <laughs> well, people do that, you know, re- re- repeat offenders, they'll go buy a pack and just throw it in the We Sell These can and, uh, you know, it works out. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so, so give, give me some of your perspective. Oh, all right. So we're if we're gonna we're gonna go a little back and forth here. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, all right. So so one thing that is kind of a, a pet peeve of mine as a customer is whenever I go into a shop and I have no earthly idea who works here and who doesn't. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like dress code, like like you know dress code or something like that, or, uh, or you know uniforms has to be a thing. But if I, I should at least be greeted by the person that works here to be like, hey, can I help you with something, so that I know. What's going on? I mean, we live in kind of the era of, you know, the, the small batch and there's there's kind of a charm to the uh, flannel wearing uh, hipster. Uh, the flannel wearing uh, long haired uh, aproned tobacconist. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, like even even if you had like, you know, say like a blending apron on and you just walked in on them blending, that would be that then you know what's going on. But if they don't have the apron on, then, yeah, just like, uh, hey, welcome to welcome to the shop. How can I help you? If if you are an owner or a manager or yeah. you work at a pipe shop, you've yeah. got to be thinking about the customer that walks through the door. Even if you're like hanging out with the regulars, the locals, every single day you're going to be in- encountering somebody who is their first time, not just experiencing your shop, but experiencing the pipe and pipe tobacco no, for that's the right. first time ever. That's right. And that's that's so crucial. Like you're not just doing it for your shop, you're doing it for the industry. You're doing it for that person's journey. Like. It's it's a huge responsibility. Don't let them walk in and not know what's going on. So, you know, anyway, it, that's that's my soapbox. It's fascinating, you know, as I hear uh, friends and, you know, uh, folks we've met through Country Squire Radio go around the country and talk about the other smoke shops they've been in. I, I hear this occasionally, right? Man, it's it's great, and I found a neat little shop, but gosh, the guy behind the counter was just didn't want me to be there. You know, he obviously did not want me to be there. You know, he's, it was such a chore for him to tell me about a certain kind of pipe yeah. or explain something to me or point out the difference between this and this, or, you know, pull out different products for me to compare. And even though I understand from my side of the counter, look, just the other day, I literally, this is literal, okay? Yeah. I, I literally pulled out 37 pipes for a guy to look at before he picked one. Oh, dang. That's a lot of pipes. That's a lot of pipes, right? <laughs> and, and, and like that, does it get old? I mean, yeah, but like that, look, this is a person that is, is you know, in his case, he wound up buying, I think, a, a $70 pipe. And that, I mean, he, he paid the shop $70. Like I, I earned that by, yeah. you know, I, I wanted to do everything. I, he could have done so many things with that $70, right? He could have blown it on booze or, you know, gone to the golf course or, you know, seen five movies. He could have gone to Wendy's 16 times. He could have gone to Wendy's and, you know, I mean, just it, it, he could have done all kinds of things, but he chose to spend that here. And so as a retailer, I'm thinking like, what are you doing not taking care of these people? You know right. what I mean? I mean, right. it's just, I, I don't know. People have so many options nowadays. It's like the least you can do is take care of someone. I, you know, that's the thing. We encounter so many different people that listen to this show and it's like, you know, they're, they're coming to the podcast because they've just gotten into pipe smoking or they've got questions and and you know we're we're honored to be to be that and to provide that service. And I'm not saying we don't want to do that. We absolutely do. But there is a huge responsibility on 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 the shop owners as well. That like you know you got to treat every single new face, every single new person that walks through your door as if it is their first time, not just in your shop, but with pipe tobacco, with the pipe scene, with that's the culture. Right. That's right. Um, it's a huge responsibility. So anyway, that's that's well, my- uh, yeah. And and that kind of segues into into something I you know have to mention too. And I, at this point, I'll drink a sip of Boodles because this is uh, just one of those things. Oh, this is Boodle. This is a uh, this is a, a Boodles. It, it is <laughs> story. But you know, uh, nowadays, of course, you know, in our culture, America, things have changed quite a bit. We can you know turn on uh, any twenty four hour news network, and you'll know 
you know, this is not the 1980s anymore, right? We're just dealing with different issues and different problems and things are going in all kinds of new directions that we couldn't anticipate 10 years ago. And so of late, we have a lot of these other kind of pipe smokers that have found pipe shops, right? So we have the the old-fashioned ye old pipe shop, right? The country squire that, you know, you walk in and there's these you know, exquisite handmade pipes from all over the world uh, adorning these cases the, that are older than you and I both and, you know, all this stuff. But but then there's this, this other kind of pipe smoker that comes in, right? And it's for a substance that's not legal in all 50 states. Yet. Whoa, man, what are you talking about? I mean, you know, and, and, and we're not all, it can be as cool as Colorado and Washington State yet. So, you know, the, some things just aren't available in places like, like we little old you know, Mississippi. And they're like, what are you talking about, man? Like, we're real cool in Jackson. You just got to know the places to go. I, you, know? I, yeah, you do have to go know the places to go. And, and, and fortunately, the Country Squire is not one of them. But we get, uh, we, you know, it, it, it's so funny. It's this ongoing thing. The first uh, couple of years I worked here, I thought, it, oh, this is kind of funny. You know, people just think, oh, pipe shop. I'm going to go find a pipe. Nowadays, pipe has a lot different connotation than it did years ago. And so when people Google pipe shop, they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go get my glass pipe or whatever. And so, um, you know, they, they come up to the shop and they uh, are immediately walk in and looking for this specific thing that is going to help them smoke this herb that is not, not tobacco. And both singing, and I can't even think of it. <laughs> you don't sell it here. You don't sell it here. Not at the Squire. No, I don't. You know what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. All right. That, now, that does have to happen pretty often. It happens at least once a day. Yeah. But but what's interesting is, so, you know, people think, okay, pipe shop. And again, you know, in, in folks' defense, you know, it, it's more common to think about, you know, marijuana and whatnot uh, nowadays than, than it is in a lot of my, a lot of people's minds, an old-fashioned smoking pipe, which, of course, we know and love and promote today. You know, so a lot of people, they, they Google pipe shop, they come in and they'll look all around the shop and they'll say, where's your glass section? Where's your glass section? I'm like, well, we don't, we have glass countertops and there's windows. And this you place, know, you walk in, I'm sorry, you walk into the Country Squire, we're talking brick and mortar, we're talking, you got high It's old-fashioned, man. You got the pipe tobacco, I don't see anything green back here. You've got tins right there. You've got... What on earth about this I feel like if shop? you dug around long enough, you'd find, like, Charles Spurgeon hiding behind the counter or something. <laughs> like, probably. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just one of those places, like... You got it back there. You know, I, I mean... It's got a skeleton. That's I mean, it's, uh, it's some... Well, there probably are some skeletons back I'm there. sure. You know, but it, it's one of those things, like, at, at some point, you just got to realize, like, your surroundings and your context. You know, it's just kind of Read the room, funny. dude. People always come to the Squire. Of course, we get these uh, things. Where's your glass section? You know, we don't... Well, we don't have a glass section. And I... But apparently, and and I've learned this just, you know, being in the industry now long enough, you know, the first couple of years it was cute, but then it it just kind of gets old. It grates on you a little bit, right? It's one of those (laughs) things like when you're, when everything's busy, there's five people waiting at the register. I'm, you know, in the middle of blending, you know, a a huge batch of Cherokee to fill someone's order. I've got, uh, you know, six people that want one ounce bags and, and then, and then, you know, the lines out the door and then all of a sudden the phone rings, right? It's like, oh, hurry and get the phone, hurry and get the phone. And then it's like, uh, you got bongs? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, no, I don't have bong. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a bong. Oh, man. I, 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 I don't have one. You know, but, but what's, what's funny, what also goes along with this stuff, so apparently, you know, this concept of head shops, you know, we hear that and, uh, you know, it just evokes something different than the old country squire. You know, you walk in there and maybe there's, you know, things that I don't even know what they do or, you know, th- things that look like more 
uh, dog toys than they do smoking devices, but that's what they're for. Whatever, that's you know, if you want to do that, that's that's your that's your thing. But shops like that apparently carry a variety of other things, which also kind of uh, go along with that, right? And so people call the Country Squire, assuming that we're a head shop. And we get phone calls for things as random as Jimi Hendrix T-shirts that that's happened before, oh. uh, which is kind of nice. Breathalyzers, we get we get that pretty regularly. It, it, one of the newer ones we hear often is uh, is kratom. Kratom is a um, I, I'm I'm not exactly sure. One of our Sticky listeners maybe you. could uh, maybe one of our listeners could maybe uh, ed- educate me on this. But kratom is a it's like a herb that some people find like a weed substitute maybe or something. Oh, interesting. And so I, and you know, apparently it's legal in a lot of states. I don't know, but I, but we hear, I get phone calls for Kratom at least twice a day, like <laughs> at, at least twice a day. And I'm like, man, I don't know where you get this stuff, but please tell me. So next time someone calls about it in five minutes, I'll be able to tell them, you know, um, it's just one of those things. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, the, the classic, uh, favorites like, uh, that people always call about like one hitters and, and and then of course the uh, the fake urine. Uh, apparently apparently head shops deal in a lot of things that will help you pass a what? pass a drug test, what? right? And so that you know you go into head shop, you're like, oh, I'm going to pick out my glass pipe, and because I want to keep my job, I'm going to buy this thing that helps me pass a drug test. You've got to so, be kidding me. So people have come in the Country Squire. They've walked through that door that looks like it's set in 1860s England, and they have asked me for a whizinator. That happened. <laughs> wow. That happened. And I and I don't know what that hey, is. Hey, man, the customer's always right. You got to do what you got to do if they need some uh, some alternative, you know. I can sell them some of mine. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you, got, you got an endless supply. That seems like a pretty, uh, that seems like a revenue stream. It's just so- <laughs> unintended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. You that's terrible. dog, that's, that's terrible. Really bad. Oh yep. my goodness. That's so crazy. it just it just on and on. You know, um, another another favorite thing of mine. Uh, people come in. Of course, this is more on the toned down. Uh, you know, kindly uh, pipe uh, pipe person, particularly you know newer folks that are into pipe smoking. They're excited about trying all these new things. This is something that's uh, it's kind of frustrating, but really in deep down, it's just funny. Um, and, and, and people get, uh, you know, they're, they're just new into pipe smoking, so they don't, they don't know, but they'll, they'll go all over the country and try all these different pipe tobaccos. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll go to, uh, th- they'll be visiting such and such place and say, so, you know, so-and-so and, uh, oh, I was on a business trip here and, you know, I went in this cigar shop and it was such a cool cigar shop and they had, they had three jars of tobacco and, and, and man, I, I, they, they sold me this tobacco and it's just so amazing. And here, can you smell it and try it and see if you can duplicate this tobacco? Uh-huh. And 100% of the time, you know, 10 times, 11 times out of 10, <laughs> it's lane one Q. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got it on the shelf right here. You know, those per- people at that, you know, precious cigar shop in Hackensack, New Jersey, you know, they... They didn't blend that. They crafted this as they, they took it out of the bag. And they took it out of the bag, lovingly, dumped it in this other jar, and then named it like Boardwalk, you know, favorite or whatever. It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> you thought you caught them blending. Like, oh, oh, but they it, it seemed to go by pretty quick. It's it's literally 12 times out of 10. Like, these people come in, and they, that doesn't make any sense. But these people come in, and they're like, can you duplicate this blend? It's so fantastic and exquisite and all these flavors and it, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's just lane one cue. Oh, <laughs> it's great. And of course that goes kind of hand in hand with right. the folks too, that, um, you know, that like to come in also. And, uh, you know, just, uh, we talked at, at length before about, uh, customers that come in and like to talk about, uh, you know, maybe all the different cigar knowledge they have or something, but, uh, you know, all the pipe knowledge that they've got, 
you know, uh, back in their stored in their brain, all the people they've met in the pipe industry and all this stuff. Uh, but then they don't know, you know, what a tamper is, or they don't know necessarily, uh, you know, that you're supposed to, uh, you know, use a pipe cleaner after every, every after every pipe or something. You know, it's just it's funny to see all these little quirky things that people bring in. Uh, you know, that just, just you know, we may occasionally make the tobacconist want to uh, want to drink uh, drink gin. Yeah, that's why that's why you got the boodles on tap. All right, well, good, good, good. All right, so I've got one from the uh, from the customer side. Okay. All right, so when you're walking into a a pipe shop, I mean, uh, you know, be it your first time or if you've been in it for a while, uh, you know, one of the first things doesn't matter why you're there. Maybe you're there for a ten. Maybe you're there for pipe tobacco. Maybe you're there to meet somebody. You're gonna stop. You're gonna go over to the glass case. You're gonna take a look at all the various pipes that are just laid out. You didn't come in to buy anything, but I mean, like, you gotta look, right? Like, I mean, like, you know, you gotta see what's new, what's what's looking good. And uh, if if the pipes are just laying out there with no prices next to them, you, you may fall in love not knowing quite what you're going to get yourself into. Oh, man. It's like you fall in love with this person, but then realize they, you know, they have wine tastes and you have a beer budget. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that kind of the thing? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or, you know, you were, um, you know, you were, you were looking, you find one, you think, oh my goodness, this is, this look at the grain. It, it's so high end. This is, this is perfect. How much is this? And you realize... You know, it, it's not it's not a a, a a princess of a pipe that you're you're going after. It's more of a uh, you know um, Eliza Doolittle type situation. <laughs> you know, and so you got you got to be careful with that. No, that's right. That's and right. And so so one of the things that always kind of drives me crazy is when I walk to the pipe shop. If in fact if I don't see prices next to the pipes, right, I just don't even look. Yeah, because like I don't know what I'm getting. You just into. kind of assume at that point. Exactly. That, you know, it's it's like when they tell you the special item on the such and such menu it's like oh and today's special is the blah 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 with the you know mink tail and the you know <laughs> endangered oysters and all this other stuff you know and it, and and then it, it you're the fool that like well how much is it and then it you know winds up costing you a mortgage payment you know just to get out of the door and yeah, so yeah, yeah it, it's funny when people come in and are interested in pipes um you know maybe i, I all our pi- pipes are marked uh, the prices obviously but you know a lot of folks they don't really pay attention to that or maybe they're kind of curious about the pipes and so i'm i'm always really indiscriminate you know if someone wants to see a pipe and it's a $1000 pipe and and generally they have looked at only corn cob pipes before um you know i'm going to pull that pipe out and let them look at it i want them to see what good briar looks like and um you know what what that kind of artisanship if someone's you know hand turned some kind of uh, decorative ornament on the pipe or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that uh, you know, I, I want I want those things to be clear. It, it's just fun, but it is always uh, interesting. You know, once people realize, oh, I missed the price tag on that. Oh, well, and you want to like, be- well, that that's that's nice. That thank you. I, I'm I'm not going to touch that at all. All right, <laughs> to, to <laughs> please your, put that back. To your point, you do want to make sure that if somebody comes in and asks for like the most expensive pipe, you still you still go through with it and you don't try to write them off. You don't want that pretty woman situation. You know, of, of somebody coming back in and they went down to the pipe shop down the down the road with like, you know, all these expensive stuff and be like, big mistake. <laughs> Is that reference lost on people? I don't know if it's lost on people or not. Pretty Woman? Isn't Pretty Woman was with the, the Julia Roberts and she was the um, lady of the evening who falls in love with the guy and then she tries to buy the thing and nope. All right. I'm the only person in this shop right now that knows what I'm talking about. So we'll, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all head over to Twitter. And I'm let sure me we've got follow. some other folks. But um well, I, I I do have to mention, you know, and and we'll we'll close on this, but there are so many odd experiences that I have in in a shop like the Country Squire that I that I know and love. Um, and you know, these are all things that are just so memorable. Some of them are, um, you know, incredibly tender and sweet. Some of them are are weird, or some of them, you know, some things I hear in here are just crazy and 
uh, you know, make you want to cringe. But then there's these other things that just just are strange, right? And <laughs> and, and and just you have to file them back in the kind of the miscellaneous category. We've got uh, we've got one customer that comes to the shop. Uh, we we call him the Pilgrim. We call him the Pilgrim. Ooh, and, do, I, do I know the Pilgrim? You, you don't know the Pilgrim. Okay. And, and at least I don't believe. But the Pilgrim comes in at random times. We won't see him for, for months and months. And then he'll come in like three weeks in a row, right? And, and it's just real sporadic. And it's okay. always these really uh, awkward encounters. But, but you know, the Pilgrim is, um, is, is really, I, I like to think of when he comes in that this place can be one of the few places maybe on earth that he can come in and have, you know, normal interactions with people. Okay? Oh, interesting. Okay. Now for him, they're normal interactions. You see what I'm saying? I, I'm fi- I think I'm picking up what you're putting Yeah, so, so, they're, so they're normal interactions for him, you know, where he can come in and interact with people and, and, and folks don't, you know, run in terror and fear uh, general, <laughs> generally. Um, okay. and, and, you know, but, and, and so even though it might be uncomfortable, you know, for other folks to interact with this particular individual, you know, my, my goal and prayer is that for this individual, it's, it's one place where when he does show up, you know, as long as he's not really making things super uncomfortable for others— you know, it's a it's a place where he can come and and just be weird for a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. You let, let your yeah. hair down. Yeah. No, that's it. So anyway, uh, we, you know, th- there's all kinds of stories surrounding this uh, the, the pilgrim, and and we love the pilgrim, and we we try to take care of him when he's here. Um, it, but one really stands out to me, and this is kind of one of those things where the patience of the person behind the counter just gets tested a little bit, and and you just have to, um, you know, you have to you have to be, um, I don't know, just just. You just have to pray that you're going to be kind and generous and and loving and all that. But um, you know, I'm really busy one day. I'm back here behind the the tobacco bar. Um, you know, just blending my heart away, filling I think mail orders at the time, and um, you know, it, on and on. And and the pilgrim walks in, and of course, uh, you know, starts talking, and uh, it's always as always a one sided conversation, and things just kind of carry on. And you know, I try to stay engaged enough to where I'm you know tracking with them. I want him to be know polite. that I'm. I want him to know that I'm aware and I'm, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, following and all this thing. But also I've got things to do. And so I'm trying to be responsible. And so anyway, eventually he's like, I need a sheet of paper. And I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, let, let me stop what I'm doing. I'll, I'll, I'll go get you a sheet of paper. And so I, I got it. He, he asked for a sheet of paper and a pen. Okay. Um, and then he went to the other side of the shop and he, he wrote uh, a bunch of things down on this on this notepad. And he came back. I, it was probably, I don't know five or eight minutes later, something like that. And he had written this list, okay? And he, and he looked at me very, very seriously. And he handed me this list and he said, John David, these are some things that you need to do. And he was very serious about this. He says, these are things that you really need to do if you want to grow this business. And then he handed me this. I'm being handed a framed sheet. So I just, I just handed Bo the actual... The actual thing that Pilgrim handed me that day. With the understanding that I am already dyslexic. <laughs> uh, this, it looks like handwriting. Uh, v- v- vandinate the system. Van- vandinate the system? I think it's validate. Validate the system. Moderate the system. Blaspheme the... Pilgrims. Pilgrims. <laughs> and that's why we call him Pilgrim. <laughs> he wrote something, then he scratched it out. Monorail the sweet? I think it's Morial, right. Morial the Sweet. I like I like Monorail. And uh uh Shame Shornu the Downser. 
sure knew the downs are. All right, so 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 we have this. You're gonna have to explain this. We we have this list, right? And so and and it's framed. (laughs) It sits next to my tobacco bar on the wall over by um over by my personal pipes. Uh, So it's always there, and I have no idea what any of this means, right? But it is the only thing that you were gonna like if you want to grow this business. But he was so sincere. He looked me in the eye and he said, John David, if you want to grow business at the Country Squire, these are the things that you will have to do. Wow. And they include validate the system, validate it. Moderate, moderate the system, blaspheme the pilgrims, how dare they, Morial the sweet, and then sure knew the downser. My favorite part about about this, other than blaspheming pilgrims, which obviously, <laughs> which obviously deserve to be blasphemed. Uh, I mean, except for the pilgrims of the country squire. Except for no, the, the country squire radio pilgrims. Is that is that the fourth thing on this list? He actually had written "Sure knew the downser." Sure, sure knew the downser. But then he crossed it out, mm-hmm. and he kept going with the list. But then at the end of the list, he thought to himself, you "No, know he's got to do he's that. Gotta sure he's got to sure knew the downser. He's got to do that." And then and then he wrote it again. Right, yeah, I'm gonna ask you something. Yeah, is "sure knew" a word? Uh, not in my language. Wow, but you got to sure knew the downser. You got to. And and you, the you got and to. the downser is, it's it's just it, exactly okay. It's down, man. All right, yeah. sure knew the downser. It's right after hashtag sure knew the downser. That's right. Uh, and we're gonna blaspheme some pilgrims. Yeah, blaspheme. And 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 you know it, <laughs> this this bizarre little note. I you know just uh it it was it caught me in the middle of a crazy day. I wanted to pull my hair out. Um, you know, and and, and here I am. Just I had I had to laugh. I just had to stop and kind of receive this and and tell pilgrim man, thank you. Thanks, Pilgrim. Like, you know, just, man, thanks. Uh, obviously, that's not his, his no, first no, name, I, but, I, yeah, I picked, you know, yeah. I just had to tell him, you know, thanks, man. I, you know, this is, this is really kind. And so, um, so I keep this next to me as that's, I'm blending. That's beautiful. To, to remind myself to, um, to, the to validate the, the system, uh, Morial the Sweet and, uh, and, and, and blaspheme the Pilgrims. Man. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That, you know, that right, that list right there seems yeah. like somebody, one of those auto-tune guys needs to take that and go <laughs> That's crazy. We did have uh, our, our our good mutual friend uh, Charlie, uh, oh, who yeah. who does some music. He did Love talk. Charlie. He did talk about making a song uh, called "Blaspheme the Pilgrim." Oh wow! He, he did, and and actually, if you think about it, like if from a metal standpoint or something, yeah, yeah, it would be a pretty awesome. That, that's right up Charlie, pretty, Charlie's Avenue. That'd be a pretty awesome, uh, pretty awesome tune. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, man. Uh, so there you go. There's some some uh, some pipe shop fails, and and also some pipe shop best practices. Apparently, all <laughs> wrapped up in this particular episode. Morialing the sweet is in, incredibly important. Yeah. No, I I I I I don't mean to make fun. If anything, I feel like I'm learning. Uh, uh, how to be a better business owner? I will say, I will mention f- for Pilgrim in his defense, he 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 loves to smoke Latakia, and for our English blend smokers, uh, he <laughs> he's one of those people. It's Briar, isn't it? it? It's not. It's it's not. All, although that would be awesome. That would be brilliant. That would that be does awesome. Look like his handwriting, and, it, and that and that does look like his handwriting. That is something he would write. But aside from that, uh-huh. uh, you know it it um. It, you know, he loves Latakia, and on many occasions, I've seen Pilgrim smoke uh, smoke an entire bowl of Latakia mm. straight, mm. just straight. There you go. And so, um, yeah, that'll have you sure new downser. No, you sure no new all kinds of downsers <laughs> doing that, man. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, no matter if you're sure newing to the downser or validating the system, uh, <laughs> you can do so while enjoying some great quality tobacco, be it straight Latakia or otherwise. Uh, and you can do so in the best corn cob pipes available. And of course, I'm talking about the pipes available from our good friends at 
Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. Now, this is really fun, man. We're doing something very different this episode that I don't think has ever been done in the history of pipe podcasting. We are, uh, this, this episode is being brought to us by a pipe that is also currently being smoked as we speak right now uh, by a brand new pipe smoker of 18 who's tuning into the show for his first time. Dude, no way. His name is Jonas, Portland Paul's uh, young son. Dude. Uh, who is, who's just been welcomed into the family, so to speak. He, ju- he just turned 18. Just Jonas, turned 18. Uh, Portland Paul's son, and uh, he, he's smoking what pipe? A country gentleman. And let me tell you, the country gentleman from Missouri Meerschaum, is the, that is a great pipe to enjoy for your first ever pipe. Dude, that's man. great, man. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, so congratulations, Jonas. Welcome to the Brotherhood of the Briar, so to speak. Or uh, the cop. Or, or or the cob, the, the cabal of the cob, if you will. How about that? We need to we need to talk to Missouri Mayor. Maybe we'll be that could run with that. Yeah, we could, we could make yeah. something out of that. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, wel- welcome aboard. But yes, of course, Country Gentleman is an excellent pipe. Uh, so if you've never checked one out, you absolutely should. I've got the... three that I own. Do you really? I've got a wow. Well, of them. I know one of your uh, most beautiful. Uh, uh, altered Missouri, you know, custom Missouri mirrors, custom cobs is a is a started as a Missouri. That's right. Or as, a, uh, as a country gentleman. Mark did for me Obviously, back I can't the... speak tonight. But, <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, but a beautiful pipe. You know, it's such a popular shape. Uh, I think here at the shop, uh, you know, we've kind of landed on uh, the Missouri mirrors from Legend being the the best seller. But the country gentleman is probably not far behind. It's just a a generous bowl. It has a really uh, elegant look to it. A lot of folks like that uh, kind of uh, black stain on the outside. It just gives it a little more. Uh, sophistication, just a really lovely pipe, uh, and and a good starter pipe for someone like Jonas. Yeah. Oh well, congratulations, Jonas. Welcome in. Uh, welcome on board. And uh, and by the way, if you like Jonas are enjoying a country uh, country gentleman, be sure to take a picture of it, tweet it in. We love getting those tweets in. It's a great way for us to retweet them out to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week is brought in to us by Steve Jobs Jr. Probably not the same. Oh, man. Uh, the question is is kind of a follow-up, honestly, to, to last week's. He says okay. that uh, last week's question was about how artsy pipes affect the smoke, but what about price? Does a more expensive price really guarantee a more quality-slash-consistent smoke? Yeah, guarantee, um, certainly not. Um, you know, and, and again, this is where the point of coming from a reputable dealer um you know name brands and artisans out there that uh have a history a legacy that you can kind of refer back to you know there's something to be said even if you make an excellent pipe but you're brand new at it maybe you should price your pipes a little lower uh, just so people can kind of start to get comfortable with your skill set you know mm-hmm. um you know because a lot of a lot of new pipe smokers they'll you know buy a 300 hundred dollar pipe uh it's made by someone that um you know has been carving for a little bit but you know maybe they have a few burnouts or something like that and that that carver is as talented as they are just doesn't really uh you know quite understand yet how the a certain block of briar shouldn't be carved in a, in a certain way or certain thickness or something like that and and you know just is asking too much of the of the wood to you know do what they wanted it to do. All, all that to say, this is a really important way when you start asking these questions to look into the maker of the pipe uh, and where you're getting it from. It, does that make us brand name snobs? Well, we don't want it to, um, but there is a utility in that. In that you know, if you buy from someone like you know Missouri Mearson, for instance, or um, you know Savinelli, uh, you know Chacombe, 
Stanwell. I mean, these, these are makers that have been around forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, over 100 years in some cases, and in, in many cases. And, uh, and so they've got a track record to, to stand on. We know from makers, for instance, like Savinelli, okay, so you're going to buy a pipe from them. Every, every briar that has ever left their shop, okay, they make a pipe. Every pipe that's ever left their shop in finished state has been aged at least two years before they even started carving the pipe, okay? Mm. So you know buying a name brand pipe like that, that, that you're at least getting that, right? You're, you're buying a, a piece of briar that potentially is at least, you know, two years old and, and so has some, has some dryness to it. Uh, it's harder. It's going to uh, smoke cooler. It'll typically be more durable. Um, you know that there's a quality that's there due to that. So a lot of your, a lot of your you know, carving shops and, uh, you know, brands out there, they're going to charge more because they've got uh, superior pieces of briar. They're aging them longer. Uh, and and that's before they even get to any kind of you know artisanship you know adornments on the pipe do they you know does it have silver on it does it have some kind of premium stain you know I, I know I, tonight actually I'm smoking my um my Nearup pipe and these are made by Petter mm. Petter Jeppesen uh, one of our best selling pipes here at the Country Squire we love Petter's pipes he does such a good job but yeah, I love um, one thing that Petter does that that really makes his pipes stand out and and the reason why you're going to pay a little more for them is that he goes crazy with these contrast stains. The contrast stain, he'll stain this pipe just a dark, dark color. He'll sand, He'll let that dark color just get deep into those grains, and then he'll sand all of it off and stain it really, really light or something crazy to contrast it. Um, and, and so you just get this exquisite uh, finish that has um, so much character to it, but you know, you're going to pay more for that because yeah. it took him a long time to do that. And so you know, does more expensive necessarily mean better, cooler, smoking and you know longer lasting and all these things well no but you know you do know if you're buying from certain name brands um you know that you know, they've put some certain kind of quality control on their pipes right at least that's that's the the goal and what we hope so um so anyway it typically that's where your correlation is personally from a you know the guy behind the counter on this side where i've kind of landed on this is there's a huge difference between a 50 dollar pipe and a two hundred dollar pipe, okay, huge difference. Okay, like they're just a gigantic difference in so, terms of smokability. In terms of smoking, you know, the drilling, uh, the you know, uh, if it's going to be a cool smoker, durability, you know, is it, uh, you know, the moisture buildup, all all kinds of stuff. It's just you know, it, it, there's just a big difference in my mind between a fifty dollar pipe and a two hundred dollar pipe. But once you get above that, once you get three hundred and up. If we're talking artisan carvers that are reputable, okay, artisan carvers that are reputable. I'm not talking about like, oh, Billy Bob down on the corner, you know, carved a pipe out of something and he charged me 500 bucks for it. Hey, man, Billy Bob is getting really good. He Now his pipes He's have getting pretty both good. holes in it. They, they, they do. Yeah, you can actually smoke his pipes now. They, they, they're they actually kind smokable. Of, kind of. Yeah, I got one holding up the uh, the beer fridge right now because it's missing a leg. That is one of the best, <laughs> uh, 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 st- what do you call it, the arms, legs no, that that's I've right. ever seen for the that beer Billy fridge. Bob pipe. Yeah, yeah that's a Billy well, Bob Well, you know, so if you're getting something from a reputable carver, artisan carver, or a carving house, you know, think uh, Costello, Dunhill, um, you know, Seriacopo, something like that. I mean, these are pipes that once you reach over, let's say, three hundred dollars, um, you're you're paying you're paying more for the the beauty of the grain, the artisanship, and the rarity of stuff, right? So you're you're paying for rarity, I, I think, in that case. And so again, 
huge difference between a $50 pipe and a $200 pipe. But after that, it kind of, in my mind, tends to dramatically kind of level off there. So, yeah, is a $800 uh, Costello going to be, you know, maybe a premium smoker over a uh, $150 uh, Peterson or something? Well, in all likelihood, probably, you know, but it, the the difference there is going to be probably less dramatic than it would be between, you know, $180 Nearup as opposed to your Dr. Grabo or something like that. So, right. yeah, I, that, that's that's where I tend to get, you know, kind of my where I fall on that that issue. Again, from your, you know, more premium carvers, you're going to have aged briar uh, that's from older trees uh, that is given, you know, received from better uh, better briar vendors and, and dealers um, and typically has been treated better. The grain's better, which means it's going to breathe better and smoke cooler and be more durable and on and on and on. And so, um, you know, that's uh, that's just kind of kind of where it is. Great pipe question of the yeah, week. Yeah, good question. Good Again, question. Again, from uh, Steve Jobs Jr. And hey, if you've got a uh, pipe question of the week, you can send it in under your real name as well uh, <laughs> if you want to, or alias is fine. Uh, you can send those in at show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire with Jones! Ow! All right, man. These come in from thispipelife.com. Of course, thispipelife.com, an awesome online community. More about them in just a moment. Uh, these are actually from a user over there, Pappy Joe. Man, oh, really? Yeah, dude, Pappy, Pappy. We get we get some uh, we get some uh, questions in for Pappy. It's been a while since it's we've gotten some while, in from Pappy. Man. That's great. Well, you know, it's the holidays. Yeah, Holiday, you know, good. this is this is the time, man. This tis the season. And actually, Pappy Joe has some quick fire questions that are seasonal and relate relatable to uh, to this time of year. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, yeah, bring them. All right, eggnog or hot buttered rum? Eggnog. I've never actually had hot buttered rum. I haven't either. That's why I answered eggnog. Gosh, I mean, <laughs> it's hot, which is good when it's cold outside. It's buttered, so duh. Yeah. And then also, gotta have mo butter. You got you got the rum, which I would assume is uh, is dark rum, right? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. If you're putting it in a like a wintery cocktail. Yeah, I mean, white yeah. rum and butter doesn't seem like it would mix, which is weird because butter goes with everything. I'm still gonna go with eggnog. All right, sounds yeah. good. I'm, I'm gonna go with eggnog as well. Uh, whole cranberry or jellied? Whole cranberry. Hmm. I I did grow up with the with the old uh, you know cranberry sauce out of the can kind of thing. So so you pop the top of the can and Foom. then and then you just kind of sluck it out of the can. <laughs> what and, was and that so word? It's it's sluck. sluck it, it just kind of sluck outs of the out <laughs> out of the can. And then you've got this kind of gelatin mass sitting on a plate somewhere that some kind lady with a with the knife, just kind of dices just up, dices and then up you, and then you smear it on your turkey or something. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up with that. Yeah. Um. So there, there's a fondness there, but I, I'm more of a, a whole cranberry kind of guy. I do remember that from the school cafeteria, but uh, you know, it's funny because in my family, uh, growing up, we were never like big, uh, or my family was never really big into kind of cranberry sauce. Up until a couple of years ago, when a friend of my mom's made some uh, cranberry sauce with whole cranberries. And like walnuts and like this really walnuts. just, oh man, it was awesome. Dang. It was never really, heard of really that. good. And it blew me away. I was like, oh my gosh, I never knew it could be like this. <laughs> like this had completely opened my eyes to what cranberry sauce could be. And so uh, every single year since this uh, family friend has made this cranberry sauce specifically for me because nobody else in our family really likes it. <laughs> and it's, it's served every year with the turkey. That's so, awesome. Whole yep. cranberry all the way. Uh, and then finally, Christmas tree, fir or pine? Burr. Pine is the one that's like sturdier branches, right? I I like, don't know, but I think last night we bought a Douglas fir. 
and okay. that's the one I like the best. It's, and so I'm gonna go with Douglas. Fir. All right, all right. So this is this is I always go. It's based got the off branches of, that have like it comes out right, and then it comes out with a lot of little ones on that. Right, but like, well, that that that, Are, that, but, that defines every branch that's ever been <laughs> defined ever. Would you, would <laughs> so you, I don't. I, I I really can't explain. Would you consider the prickles to be soft or or like pointy? Pointy. Okay, so that's that's the one that I yeah. like too. Yeah. All right. So I, I, I think that's a that's that's the fur. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm I'm down with the fur. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's how that's how I would take it. Uh, and people think we're insane. <laughs> And they're well, right. Certainly Pappy Joe does. But, uh, you know, that's that's part of the reason why he loves us. And, of course, he added these to the uh, community over at thispipelife.com. Now, thispipelife.com is a great way to uh, send some quick fire questions in. It's also a great way to uh, make friends with other folks in the pipe community. Uh, they've got some great forums over there. There's also some great information if you're, like, new to pipe smoking and you want kind of to, to dig in more, see some pictures, some guidance. Uh, get just some fireside chats with people from around the industry. Uh, a great place to do it is at thispipelife.com. Uh, what you'll need to do is sign up there, use the code CSR when you do it, and that lets them know you heard about it on this show. It's free one way or the other. I don't want to make you think it's not. But if you use the code CSR when you register, it lets them know that you heard about it on this show. So check them out again. Again, that's CSR at thispipelife.com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, so last week... You know, we mentioned the fact that you, uh, your website had shut down because of the esoterica and everything. It really was ugly. And, uh, and so I, I gotta, I gotta say sorry, cause Jim actually wrote into the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pipe Carver. And he actually, uh, um, you know, he said this was, well, what, what did Jim have to say? Yeah. He said, yes, Bo, too soon. I was on the website with the esoterica in my cart when the website crashed. It, t- I took it as a sign from above. Good show guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Jim. Uh, Jim, I, I don't know what else to tell you other than we're going to really try as hard as we can to do better next time. Yeah. <laughs> assuming, assuming y'all are gracious enough to stick with us that there is a next time. I mean, yeah. is, is, would it, all right, I'm going to propose it was, this. It was a, it was a difficult day. It, that, 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 uh, we're, we're still cleaning up the mess from that esoterica release. I know. It was, it was bad. I've had to be, uh, you know, our, our patrons are extremely gracious. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Extremely gracious. Did did you let club members know about it first? I did not. Could 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 that be a thing next it, time it you might, get in? It might that, be. That might be. That might be a nice little deal for, for but, those. You know. Yeah. By that by that time, I maybe it'll all be a, gone. I think he's a club member, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, uh, yeah it could be could be a way to to, to help. You know, you, you tear it out. No, that's right. Yeah. No, yeah Everybody I, gets I, a ticket. I think we've got to do a um a, a a better job down the road of making sure that uh, we're prepared for it. We thought we were. Um, we tried really hard, obviously, to get it get it right, but um, we'll try harder. Man, next time. that esoterica that episode <laughs> that episode's coming. We can't do it now because it's all too soon. Oh, uh, it's just but no, it's 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 too soon. Early next year, early next year. <laughs> we also got an iTunes review in from Loami, Loami, Loami. I don't know what that was that I just did there. I, I don't either. What did Lowe have to say? Yeah, it said, uh, informative and fun. This is a must listen for all who enjoy pipes and tobacco. The hosts are good friends, and they invite you to listen to their thoughts and conversation around the world of pipes, cigars, tobacco, and occasionally the good beverages that go along with them. If you want to learn about pipes and tobacco, regardless of how long you've smoked them, uh, then do yourself a favor and listen to this podcast. Man, that's great. Great uh, feedback for sure. We're, we're really uh, grateful for that kind of feedback because uh, we do want to be a resource for a lot of folks to, you know, regardless of uh, where on the trail that you are. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, we love getting those iTunes reviews in. Those are awesome. Thank you all so much for doing those. And by the way, it is a great way to help out the show. If, if you know, you, 
you want to help us out, it doesn't cost you a dime, head over to iTunes, write us a review. Uh, it, it helps let people know about this show when you do that. And it's also just great feedback. That feedback is really part of what fuels us up. Another thing that fuels us up is dollars and cents. We really appreciate those of you who are able to support the show by joining us over at patreon.com slash country squire radio or uh, becoming a full-fledged club member there as well. Uh, you can find the links to do so at countrysquireradio.com. We also want to encourage you, you can follow us throughout the week. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore country squire. And of course, the show's handle is at squire radio, but all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com where you can tune in live every single single Monday night. And of course, you can join us here at 8.30 Central. That, of course, is 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern, again, at CountrySquireRadio.com, Monday nights. Did I say Monday nights? You did. I, you I, did. Okay. You, you did a great job. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, additional listener feedback. Our, our friend uh, Joe Smokes Pipes, uh, he says, um, interesting, and I, I didn't know this, so this is good. Uh, you know, all the folks calling in for crazy oh. stuff like, like Kratom that yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about before, he said, uh, at Squire Radio, Kratom is a natural painkiller sleep aid that also helps people kick opiate ad- opiate addiction. Oh, dang. And you got to think, okay, now, again, this is from Joe Schmokes, but, you know, we have listeners that care a lot about our community, and, and, and most likely, you know, he is educated on this, certainly probably more than I am. But, um, you know, I would think that, you know, that might be a good thing. So, um, you know, certainly uh, with opiate addiction, what it is in America right now, uh, something like kratom may help with that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't Joe, know. Maybe Joe, that's uh, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Joe, thanks for helping uh, keep us honest and also reducing the amount of emails that we'll get afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say uh, we don't sell kratom. <laughs> good to know. All right, man. Well, that being said, let's go have a night. See you, brother. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. <laughs>